This is a James Poe Artistry Consultant moment. And I want to share something with you on this Sunday. I've already went through uh, uh, over the past 24 hours, some very elated, happy feelings, and also some stuff that boy that calls as the wild side or wild fire song from um, Against the Current, ATC, the Lek collaboration, Chris Costanza, talk about, ooh, my, my blood is boiling. Okay, it's not right now, but it was. And there is a subject I want to cover, uh, and it has something to do with, you know, my matters running through my mind even over the years, okay? Even over the years. And, um, and I never really wanted to, uh, you know, talk so much uh, about this situation or in particular. Why? Because it literally does deal with family. Uh, and the reason why I want to put front and center Matthew chapter five about Jesus words, you see, about uh, communication. I've helped uh, hopefully a few to understand, even in my words, a statement of dysfunction that, you know, sometimes person will try all these type of mind games or what have you to make it seem like you're not correct in the way that you're viewing things, even if you read it directly from what the way that Jesus said to do it, you see. So if you got to use all this other stuff uh, that can bring about confusion, then the person who is really pointing towards the good, helpful teachings of what Jesus said on what bring peace is more closer to being right, if not totally right. I told you it depends on at times whether somebody really just has another agenda. So with that, I told you I really don't pay attention, try not to pay attention when persons uh, talk so much about, you know, a person's enemies would be persons of their own household because we know this is true. But all the same, you have this spirit in the air anyway, saturated uh, demonic forces and stuff like that, where you're just going to be dealing with people uh, at times who either appreciate God or don't appreciate God. So it's not just, you know, in the family. You're going to have people uh, claiming to appreciate God and still do some of the most mean stuff as well. Uh, sometimes it won't be because they're just having a bad day, but it will be just because of really who they are inside and the way they feel about you. Uh, that's what we deal with. And so I talk about it now in this situation because I have to share it in this situation. Now, with all of that being said, see, this is how you still know where people encroach and, and still push their beliefs on you and make it seem like they're doing it for your, for your own good. And really, they're doing it to try to make their own selves feel better about the choices that they made spiritually. Let me say it again. Sometimes you just have people who encroach upon your own rights. I mean, even go to the most 
de devious, deceitful ways of trying to get you out of your faith or what you believe in in the effort to say that they're doing it for your own good. Isn't that something? But see, Paul talked about reasoning with people. And the point is, everybody has their choice. I've talked about the subject of cults uh, before, how I mentioned, and I still stand by this, I don't really use the word cult unless I keep having it thrown at me so many times. Why? Because when you really know how this world is set up and you're not being devious and deceitful about things, then you will realize that same type of structure, structure and mechanism and everything is in everything, period. So what you do is, you know, the street people won't mind me saying this, is you still find your hustle within the system, your honorable hustle within the system. Or once you start learning about Jesus' way of doing things, guess what? You start trying to still find your way of love within the system. And at times, other people hustle will conflict with your way of love and they'll just act like you're the one not being reasonable because you're doing the way of love. You know, people try to act like you're naive at times. And and yes, in the way of love, since you trying to give everybody the benefit of the doubt, not once, not twice, not even 77 times, but even more, then yes, you know, depending on your own conscience, your makeup and everything of that nature, um, some people would say, now that's just dumb to keep giving this person as many chances or what have you. But see, depending on the situation, which you have to factor in, you will be doing things and carrying out other methods because you know what you need in your life. You know what you need to do. And, you know, and I used to always emphasize, I don't recommend to anybody, even if they got a, um, a mate that's mean to them, to leave that mate or what have you, unless, once again, they are settled in their heart and mind to do it because you're the one that have to live with the decision. And I've seen too much to, over the past decade, especially in my situation, where you have a lot of people always talking about what you should do or, or how they're going to withhold something good back from you for this or that or what have you. You see what I'm saying? Because you're still dealing with a certain situation. And I told you, I look at people like that and say, you know what? You know better. You're not still giving that person or me what they need to even maybe make a better decision to in order to be able to move on. And yes, uh, you have to be judicious as far as, well, you know, if that person um, is a bum on the street, so to speak, as people would say, you know, I, I talked about in a James uh, spaceship vessel, the justice about a real life, a, a, a real man that crossed my path. And I tell you what, it was a, a aura, an energy that was uncommon. Um, you don't run into every day. 
And that's all I'm going to say about that. But see, the whole point is the way that person still looked in certain ways. I know other persons, uh, you know, I ran into enough people like that, too, would have looked down on somebody like that. person. I know it. I haven't seen it done. And so and yet there's actually been persons like that for some of us. That when they said, could you spare a dime? We gave people like that a dollar if it was on us, because some of us don't carry as much cash on us as we used to in the olden days. I mean, it's almost like if you carry more than 10, (laughs) you're taking chances. So the whole point is this. This is just to relate to you the mindset of people who are humanitarians who give and stuff like that at that time. You see, they wouldn't use that opportunity to all of a sudden break out a lecture on the man on why you in this state or that state or what have you. Or I don't even believe you're going to use the money. What you're making it sound like it's for. You, you said you can get some food, but you know, you go get something to drink. Well, you know what? Sometimes you still just give and you let God do the rest. You okay? I'm I'm just mentioning it, but but I'm not telling you to go out there and 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 encourage, you know, what they call panhandling or what have you. What I am saying today is, you know what? You can get so in the mode of always wanting to, I'm not talking about you, I'm just talking in general, this can happen, of always wanting to correct everything or what have you, that you just don't give the compassionate thing to do. And sometimes that compassionate thing could be one of the incentives, the motivation, to still help that person get on their feet, even though you you don't know it. Now, Still, with that being said, see, I've seen this. Uh, People can express how they appreciate their faith, how they appreciate what they learn. And see, and this is what I want to emphasize, because, see, I will straight up admit this. And I'm not ashamed of admitting what I'm going to admit. Granted, I have to apologize beforehand because I can't go back now. And it's not because I didn't want to go back now, but it's because of the hard-headed situations of certain ones I'm having to deal with now. The infiltration on a level that they never shouldn't have gotten in that I got to deal with now. So all I can do is just apologize that I can't go back to certain ways that I used to do things. And the ones with the wisdom and the spirit and the caringness, I I really firmly believe they understand it too. They understand why. But let me go ahead and just admit beforehand. I told you people will bogart in your life if you belong in some type of faith or what have you, especially if they don't appreciate it, especially if they know all the hypocritical things of even some of the ones in charge or what have you. Well, you know, I gave you an example of that that dealt with uh, um, health 
and letters. I wrote something about that where it, it did. It dealt with uh, this whole situation we had going back the year, uh, um, what, 2019, 2020, uh, which, again, was just all a part of some mess uh, that, and when I say mess, you know what I mean by, see, that's what I'm just saying, you know, there are many persons that know exactly what it is, but the persons who actually implement this type of mess, do you want, do you think they want the, the general public to really know how they're bamboozled at times? See, uh, people can use that word bamboozled and they'll say, all oh, just a conspiracy. They ain't got nothing to do with conspiracy. The Bible says how deceitful this world can be. Okay, but I'm not, I, that's not what I'm here for. What I want to do is, is truly address something. I use the expression when I've talked about peace officers, ones who are, re, are retired um, at different times, because, you know, they still can retire. You see, uh, depending on what they they've been through at times and all the effort they put in, uh, they may, uh, you know, end up leaving even the peace officer field. Uh, but guess what? It's like. Even though they may leave, uh, you know, commissioned officers and things of that way, uh, way of non-commissioned or what have you, um, in these different law enforcement agencies, uh, guess what? You may still find them out on the playgrounds at times or college campuses at times or what have you, still doing what? Uh, a very excellent job at security. And so I've used the expression that, yeah, you can uh, you can um, probably take the person out of the peace officer occupation, you see, or police or law enforcement occupation, but you still can't take that peace officer out of that person's heart. And so they shows it in other ways. Now, I want to, you know, uh, emphasize that because in the Bible, in the Greek scriptures, and I didn't look it up. It's been a long time since I looked it up. So I don't know whether it's in the book of Galatians. I don't know whether it's in the book of Ephesians. <laughs> you know, uh, Philippians, Corinthians. I don't know which book it's in right now. But, I, you know, I could find it if I really wanted to. But it talked about when Jesus, after all that good teaching that he put upon the earth, then when he offered up his ransom sacrifice, you see, God gave him as part of his authority, you see, a wonderful authority to still pick out different ones who loved his teaching so much and wanted to help others that they gave themselves up willingly as well to be like, yeah, yeah, I want to be a part of what you're doing, Jesus. You see, they have that. So in some scriptures, it's saying that he took away captives. And guess what? Then he turned those captives right back around. See, this is in the wonderful way. Talk, you know, talk about the spoils of war, spiritual war. But he took these men away as captives, so to speak. See, in a good way, totally positive way. 
You see, they were captivated by his teachings and stuff, the reasoning. And guess what? Turned around and made them, quote, gifts, unquote. Gifts in men. You see what I'm saying? Now, remember, we're in now. Some of you have already started preparing uh, for a giving season. And for the most part, you've seen over the years, you gave and you receive, boy, some wonderful gifts. Some were expensive, some weren't, some were material, some were actually from the very essence of another person. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I think you do. <laughs> Some of you. But no, I want to emphasize that. So you view these different spiritual, physical gifts, essence of person's gifts, in a totally wonderful, uplifting way. You've experienced that in your life, haven't you? So now imagine God having Jesus take away these these men in a spiritual sense and turn around and make them gifts to his congregation. What is a gift consisting of? Everything that I just mentioned. So they would help the congregation spiritually, you know, widows and orphans at times materially. And, and you don't have to be a widow and orphan, but see all these aspects would be consistent of that gifts in men. You need a listening ear. They will be there for you. You need shepherding, comfort, uh, the readjust brokenness in your spirit. That's all part of the gift. Now, as you know, sometimes gifts are not always appreciated. I didn't want to focus on that aspect because you've also seen that, too, where you can give somebody a valuable gift and, 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 they, and they won't appreciate it. But here is the point is you've seen parents end up saying at times. You know. This is the best uh, uh, that, that I gave to you. And and see, and sometimes a parent will help you to appreciate, uh, you know, little children uh, that anyway. And so but the whole point that I really want to emphasize, a gift is viewed as valuable. And one of the things about being a gift in men in the Christian congregation, it does mean you're going to deal with the persons who totally value if you happen to be in that occupation, that role, so you will, that will really totally value you as a gift, in as a man, and then you will have others who, guess what, won't. But that doesn't mean you will stop doing your best to carry out that occupation and role of respect, dignity, and honor. <laughs> of the sheep you see in the congregation and of the other men who may even be over you in responsibilities. You still would walk. That's what ministerial service means. Sometimes it has the connotation that 
you're actually just really walking behind uh, the person at times too, being a minister. You see uh, uh, what you need. If somebody is getting ready, I use the example of an old woman walking across the street or whatever that, you know, you've seen those persons run up and let me help you. You see things of that nature. And sometimes, you know, persons may not appreciate. Uh, I've heard of instances today where you can even open the door for somebody and the person will get mad that you open the door for them. Uh, have you run into that? Well, I've heard it. People have told me it's happened. But see, the point is that was still part of the gift of that person. So you could see persons that would say, oh, I wouldn't do that, uh, you know, um, for anybody. I wouldn't open the door for anybody. You see, I, I think I've heard that way back in the day or whatever. But see, that's that's the whole thing. Just because some persons may not appreciate it, that gift, that personality that a lot of people developed, you know, not, not only just in the Christian congregation in certain roles, they, you know, they still will be a gift in that way of consideration, of, uh, you know, um, respect, honor, patience and things of that nature. Now, I'm still sharing all this for a reason. Someone taking upon that type of life to be a captive of Christ and, and to turn into a gift back to the congregation, become a gift you see in men in that way. The reality is you will put up with more stuff than the average human being would normally put up with. And that putting up with that type of stuff can make you look like you're naive, you're dumb for doing it or what have you. Uh, some people may say, uh, I, all, all I would have had was just one time for this person to do this to me. And yet, let me tell you, those type of men in general in a Christian congregation, not only would they put up with it just once, but you will find they'll put up with it for thousands of times. Mm -hmm. That's just the reality of it. Didn't Jesus show that same type of spirit? Does not the almighty God show that same type of spirit in heaven, putting up with every human being every single day? See, gifts in men. So with that being said, when you've experienced elevated teachings from certain ones inside the sanctuary, the goodness of certain ones inside the sanctuary, the gifts of men, and you show your love and appreciation on such an elevated level where at times people will end up saying, oh, you worshiping man, and it's no. See, that's what love will do for you. I, you know, sometimes I look at things where I told you, you know, you heard me mention about this is an A and B conversation. See your way out. Because sometimes I told you, I've seen people love each other to such a level where you will have one person that that clearly would, <laughs> they can say some pretty hurtful things sometimes to the other person. And yet that person would just love them and love them so much. Why? 
because you'll still see even in other aspects at times of their life and their relationship where even that person who can say some of the most, oh my goodness, rude things sometimes, that boy in their actions in other ways at times the show, it, it'll end up showing just how much that person really deeply loves that individual. It's just one of the things that they fight with, you see? And so that's what I mean when it's A and B conversations time, because then you can have some of these C busybody people that they'll get into situations and they'll just make it worse. I stand by it. There are relationships that have been broken up today because of busybody people, period. You know, that that anecdotal statement about if you love something, set it free. Yes, I understand exactly what you're talking about. What I'm saying is sometimes there are some situations where nobody was looking to be set free. You were the ones who just kept on busy about and getting in people's mind to make them feel like they were tied down to something or a situation with something that it wasn't. That's what some people do. So with all that being said, there's been times at times, you see, I'm bringing this to a close, man, it's 25 minutes, but there have actually been times where people have gone into different faiths and then there have been other family members that felt good in their faith or what have you. But when they found out this other family member or this old time friend or what have you went into this faith, they took it upon themselves to get so wrapped up into this person's life, trying to figure out that, ooh, they lost their mind going into that faith. We got to save them. And, stuff. and it's like, that type of busybodiness is what God was not happy with when he was talking about it in the Bible, when he had Paul talk about it. We're not supposed to be in people's lives on that level. It's one thing if somebody wants you to, but if you were never invited to be such, you had no business going this deep. And see, and I'm going to tell you right now, just like today, and see, and I know this for a fact, as I mentioned before, there are some people I wouldn't bit more in the world, boy, you know, uh, go beyond just regular surface comics type conversation with. Yet they were able to use this Satan system of things now to infiltrate minds and other people's lives on levels that it's like, you know what? I don't rock with you like that, but look what you did. Since I wouldn't rock with you because I knew what type of person you was, like you went and found some other way. You went and continued to strive to be in some of these positions that you shouldn't even be in just to be nosy. Some of these persons know exactly who I'm talking for. Now, am I going to cower in shame or what have you, uh, 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 you know, for this? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No matter how you tried to build up this situation. And see, this is one of the reasons, which I ain't making no excuses. I'm just telling you like it is. This is some of the reasons why some of us can't go back the way things used to be. Why? Because persons like yourself, you don't got even worse. 
it, it almost like be doing more harm than good to even try to go back in some of these situations because of the mess and the level that you just can't help yourself from doing. You can't help it. Some of these persons. So. Until the paradise. Comes in a way where even the angels will be once again stepping in when they have to for some of this mess. You see. What's it to you if you felt I love this person so much that it looked like I worship them? What's it to you? And then they'll try to act like you're doing this for the most high God. <laughs> I told you about the family structure, which I won't go into before. No, clearly there are some things you don't understand. And even if I'm misunderstanding it, okay, what's it to you? If I'm getting it wrong, then you know what I, I've said before, where I guess I wouldn't be one of those persons God want in his new world in the first place. And that's why I said again, we don't have to go out our way to turn to people of violence through hurting their finances and slandering their name and cutting them off from being able to get their services and things of that nature. All in the city, they're doing in the name of God. You don't have to do that. And the Christian authority don't even go that far in it. But some of you keep on trying to justify. And I'm going to tell you right now that, yeah, some persons, you may know the word, but you know what? The spirit behind it is more of still a judgment on a level that. It, it betrays the compassion that Jesus talked about. It just it, it it just doesn't really show it. And what I mean by that is with the stuff that the gifts of men normally have to do in order to take care and shepherd the sheep. Could you really put yourself in that type of situation? The only example that I could really think of right now that some people would comprehend at least a little bit of it is Mother Teresa. But I'm here to tell you today. Yes, she became famous for her compassion. But I'm here to tell you today there have been thousands of gifts and men that were living their life and doing stuff like that all throughout the day, every single day, and still couldn't just have, you see, focus on just the sheep, but literally still had to work at making their tents and, and, and like Paul did, and work hard in other areas to take care of their family. So they had even double, triple responsibilities. And to still see people today know somebody's situation, know what they're doing with God's word to still try to help and encourage and still find some way to stay stingy, not use cash apps, still try to do some type of uh, surveys and all this stuff like that. That is just plain miss 
understanding the whole spirit of what Jesus did. And that's all I'm going to say. Don't help me. You know, that's what some people would say. With help like yours, who needs enemies? Family, if some people left you alone or what have you, then you know what? They left you alone for a reason. Stop trying to act like you in people business at times because you're trying to save that person from being all caught up in a cult or what have you. And really, no, you're just trying to justify the choices that you made spiritually, which some of you just show are still a very selfish attitude. If family is involved, stay out my business. You have just listened to the Perceptive Readers Podcast. Remember, until next time, if you read something that encourages you to improve or enhance your life for the better, it becomes your reality.